Are you ready to receive from God this morning? Is anybody ready to receive tonight, today, today? Hallelujah. I came with something from God to deposit into your lives. I'm believing that His grace will be sufficient for everyone in the house today. Would you lift your hands and let's join me in prayer this morning. Father, we thank you for this, another opportunity to gather around your precious word. I thank you your word is forever settled in heaven. The entrance of your word brings light. This morning that entrance shall bring light, illumination, inspiration, impartation, and revelation into the hearts and lives of every one of your people. I thank you for the grace, the unction and anointing to speak this word. Thank you also for your people that you have anointed this morning with ears to hear, to understand, to perceive, and to do all that the word is saying. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Spirit of the living God, we acknowledge you. Fall afresh upon us. Do what you do best. Touch, I pray. Heal, I pray. Deliver, I pray. Restore, I pray. Whatever is wrong, we decree shall be set right in the name of Jesus. And for all that shall take place this morning, Father, we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you all the honor in advance. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everyone said amen this morning. Amen. Amen. Touch two or three people before you take your seat and tell them it's my receiving day today. Hallelujah. I want to speak to you this morning. And my message is entitled, The God of the Exceeding Abundant. Our God of the exceeding abundant. But as we were in the worship and I was just waiting on God before I came up, the Holy Spirit dropped a verse in my spirit that he gave me at the start of this month as we entered into this final quarter of the year. And I know and I've sensed, I've, I've picked up from your media and what you're saying that you're at the end of your 21-day Daniel fast. So I believe this is a moment, this is a poignant time in the spirit as you have been waiting on God. And at the start of the month, he shared with me, because we send a monthly greeting to our church from the book of Job, chapter 8. And I believe your pastor mentioned it and referenced it and touched on it just before I came up. And he said, you remember verse 7, though your beginnings be small, be humble, may seem or appear lowly in natural eyes, your prosperous will be your future. Your latter end shall greatly increase. Someone say, my latter end shall greatly increase. And God quickened that to my heart at the start of this month as we enter into this final quarter of the year. And he got me and he came to, he, he, he quickened in my heart to declare over my congregation and by his grace I'll speak it over you again this morning as you enter the end of your Daniel fast. That it doesn't matter how much or how, what you have seen this first nine months of the year as you enter into this final quarter, I prophesy someone's latter end shall greatly increase. 
However, it's gone these nine months so far and you step into this final quarter. Maybe there's some things you're still believing. Maybe there's some things you wrote in January that you're still standing and expecting. Maybe there's some things that you didn't ask for. You didn't subscribe for. You never thought you would see at the start of this year. I want to encourage you. Keep standing strong. Keep pressing. Keep standing on that word because this latter quarter, this final quarter, as we run through this year, you will see better than you've seen before. Amen. You will experience better than you've seen before. And the latter end shall greatly increase. Hallelujah and amen. The book of Ephesians chapter 3, please. The book of Ephesians chapter 3. I want to share with you some things that God gave us at the start of this year. And as I have had privilege to walk through and minister in various places and various countries throughout this year. He's quickened it on my heart as a message, not just for us, but as a message to the body. That I want to just impart into your hearts this morning. Ephesians chapter 3, this is going to straight to verse 20. Very familiar passage, you've seen it I'm sure many times before. The scripture says, now unto him that is able. Someone say he's able. Yes. Say it again, he's able. Yes. One more time, say he's able. Touch your neighbor on either side and say, do you know he's able? Do, do you know he is able this morning? In case you're getting used to me, it's been a few years since I've been here, but one of my things is I teach by repetition. I teach by repetition because I understand that by repetition, we are able to write the things on our spirit. So it's not because I've not nothing to say. It's not because I've missed my way. It's not because I haven't got anything else. I just want to instill it into your hearts and into your spirits this morning. One more time, he's able. Now, unto him, he says, he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think or imagine, according to his power that works in us. Father, this morning, let the God of the exceeding abundant interrupt somebody's affairs. Show up in someone's business. Manifest in someone's physical body. Manifest in someone's marriage today. Manifest in their children today. And shift some things that the enemy had placed to limit them and to stop them. I announce to someone this morning, the God of the exceeding abundant is ready to visit your affairs in the name of Jesus. The scripture says unto him that is able to do exceedingly, not just a little bit. Aren't you glad your God is the God of the exceedingly? He's not just able to do a little bit. He's not just able to do small. He's not just able to match the devil one for one. He's not just able to give back a little bit. He's able to exceed. He's able to do. He's able to be abundant, super abundant, above what we could ask or think or imagine, according to his power that working it in us. Would you permit me a few minutes? Let's just break this scripture down and let's just exegete the text for a little bit this morning. The Bible says that Webster's Bible Dictionary defines exceeding as, number one, exceptional in amount. Exceptional in amount. So when God says, I want to be the God of the exceeding abundant to you, I want to show up in your lives. He says, I want to interrupt the natural course of your affairs and bring and do something that will be exceptional in amount. Number two, it says exceptional in quality and degree. 
He's exceptional in quality and degree. Synonyms for exceeding include number one, extraordinary, phenomenal, uncommon, hallelujah, uncommon means you cannot be categorized, cannot be defined, cannot be limited, cannot be put in a box and say, well, that's the expectation for them. That's what you're expected. You are exceeding the expectations and you are providing some uncommon results and some uncommon explanations for your life. Hallelujah. It means to be outstanding. It means to be remarkable, to be incredible, unimaginable, and unthinkable. I like remarkable. It means to be remarkable. It means when God of the exceeding abundant finishes with your affairs, finishes engaging with you, finishing showing the people around you who I am and what I am to their lives, the only thing they'll be able to look at you is to remark and say, I cannot understand. The only thing they'll be able to look at you. Sometimes the things that God will do will so confound people, so confound your enemies, so confound your nearsayers, so confound the ones that limited you and remembered you in your past that they won't have words to be able to explain it. They'll just have to look and say, mm, mm. that's being remarkable. Mm. Touch your neighbor and say, mm, mm. yes, sir. Mm. When, when, when I met my wife, she was so amazing to me. She was so beautiful for me. Even though I'm a man of words, even though I've studied to university, even though I have a PhD, even though I've been given the gift to be able to communicate, her beauty, her goodness, her grace was so exceeding abundant to me. When I looked at her, the only thing I could say was, mm. <laughs> Brothers, do you know what I'm talking about here this morning? You look at her and the only thing you could say was, mm. in other words, it was exceeding, abundant, above what you could ask or imagine. I pray, I prophesy, I declare and declare, God will do some things in your life that when the people have finished talking about you, wondering about you, trying to surmise you, trying to categorize you, they'll have no enough words and they'll simply have to say, mm. Hallelujah. Shake your neighbor on the other side and say, don't categorize me. Don't categorize me. Don't, 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 don't limit me. Don't try to figure me out because as soon as you think you figured me out, the God of the exceeding abundant will do something and push me beyond where you thought I should be. And the only thing you have to say about me is, mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Webster's Bible Dictionary defines abundant as plentiful. Plentiful. In great quantity. Fully sufficient. And abundant in supply. I declare someone's days of lack and limitation are coming to an end in the name of Jesus. May what was in lack be turned to plenty in the name of Jesus. Where the places you were barren, they shall become fruitful in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. I heard that in my spirit. I want, uh, Father, I pray right now. Let every barren area physically in their lives be made whole in the name of Jesus. I curse that spirit of barrenness in Jesus name. I command the womb to open in the name of Jesus. I command male reproductive system to function in the name of Jesus. And may the exceeding abundant God reward your faith in Jesus name. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. I declare smooth pregnancy in Jesus name. No complications. No hereditary diseases. Nothing from your lineage shall follow your children in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. See, 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 when my wife, I, I didn't plan to go this through the Spirit. Is, can we flow with the Holy Spirit? Can, can, can we flow this morning? Thank you, Jesus. When my wife and my child were expecting our children, all four of our boys were born supernaturally under the oil of the Holy Spirit. No midwife, no hospital, no epidural, no doctor, no sister, nobody there. All four were born at home. I caught two of my children. I delivered them with my wife. Hallelujah. Father, let the, let, let the anointing of sweatless pregnancy Sweatless childbirth, sweatless child raising, sweatless childbearing be in their house today in Jesus name. Touch three people. If that's you, tell them I receive it. I, I receive it. I, I receive it today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Back to Ephesians 3 now. He said unto him that is able. Someone say he's able. able. Touch two people, tell him he's able. able. Uh First thing I want you to understand, we're going to unlock the power of this scripture. I want to unlock the God of the exceeding abundant to interrupt your affairs, to shift what they say could not be shift, to align you with his divine purpose, to set you on divine mandate this morning. The scripture says that he is able. First Corinthians 10 and 13 says there is no test, no trial, no temptation that has overtaken us except that which is common to man. But God God is able. Someone shout, he's able. Come on, shout, he's able. Uh Uh-huh. Listen, whatever test or trial you may be enduring right now, whatever situation may have assayed or arrayed you right now, it is not uncommon to man. There is an answer in the earth. There is somewhere where the answer, someone has a solution. Someone has the ability to lift you and bring you out. I declare you will find it in the name of Jesus. You shall not be stuck in the name of Jesus. Doors will open that cannot be shut. Whatever needs to be shut will be shut in the name of Jesus. And you shall have ease and smooth passage. 
in Jesus name. But God, he says, is able. He is able. He will not allow you to be tested and tempted above that which you can bear. But with the temptation shall make a way of escape that you may be able to bear up under it. Hallelujah. I see doors of escape opening in Jesus name. Somebody here, they said you were stuck. They said you had no options. They say you have to face it. May the God of the exceeding abundant show up and show out for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You remember Daniel chapter 3, please. Go there with me very quickly. Daniel chapter 3. Come on, we're still just digging a little bit. He's able. He is able. Daniel chapter 3, shout, he's able. Daniel chapter 3, Likasandaliarotus. Verse 16, you remember the situation now. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king and said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. One translation says, we don't even need to answer you. Hallelujah. May the God of Jacob defend you. May he arise and fight battles for you. May he contend with those that contend with you. He's an enemy to your enemies. An adversary to your adversary. Let God arise and let every enemy be scattered. I see God fighting someone's battle this morning. The spirit of God quickened this scripture to me last night as I was meditating. He said, tell my people, you won't need to fight your battle. Don't have to defend yourself. Don't have to vindicate yourself. Don't spend energy and time trying to vindicate yourself. Walk in love. Tell your neighbor, walk in love. Walk in love. Walk in truth. Tell them on the other side, walk in truth. Honor God. Do the word. Pray for those that curse you. Bless those that despitefully use you. Stay on God's side. Stay in position. Let God arise. Let God be God. You won't need to defend yourself in that matter. I see a turnaround for someone today. In Jesus' name. He said, we don't even need to answer you in this matter. For the God... We serve, if we are thrown into the fiery furnace, the God we serve, the God we serve, the God we serve, the God you serve, is what? He's what? Talk to me, DCC. He's what? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. The God we serve is able. Lift your hands up and bless him this morning. Thank him right now. I see the God you serve. Not allowing you to be put to shame. Not allowing the enemy to triumph over you. Not allowing the naysayers and the hearsayers and the critics and the skeptics and the cynics and all the other ticks to finish on your grave. Oh, glory to God. The God you serve of the exceeding abundant above what you could ask or think or imagine. He is able, he is able to rescue and deliver you from the hand of the king. In Jesus' mighty name, let somebody shout, Amen.
Hallelujah. Ephesians 3 says he is able. He is able. He is able to do. Someone say to do. Yeah. He is able to do. He is able to do. Job chapter 42 verse 1 and 2. He says and says, Oh God, oh Lord, I God. Oh Lord, my God. I know no plan, no purpose or thought of yours can be thwarted or can be stopped. Someone say he's able to do. Uh Say he's able to do. Genesis 18 and 14, when the angel showed up at Abraham's said, house and said, this time next year, Sarah shall be with child. And they laughed within themselves. They looked at them and says, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Say he's able to do. Come on, say he's able to do. Job chapter 5 and verse 9. Job chapter 5 and verse 9. What does it say? He performs miracles. He does great things and unsearchable and marvelous things without number. Touch two people. Tell them he's able to do. He's able to do. He's able to do. Hallelujah. That means this morning, I'm moving you to a place that we have to remove the word impossible. We have to change our vocabulary. I want to move you from the realm of what's impossible in your life to what is possible because with God, all things are possible to the one that believes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what it's like here in Lagos, in Nigeria. I mean, I was born in the East. I don't know what it's like, but in the UK, we have people, my goodness, they are specialists at, at, at majoring on what can't be. Did you understand that they are specialists, specialists at major, they have a PhD in what cannot be. You go to them and say, oh, I've got this business, I've got this belief, I'm believing God to use me. They begin to talk, ah, oh, well, you know, the economy. Ah, oh, you know, things are tough. Oh, you know, Brexit. And they specialize in what cannot be. Touch your neighbor and say, I hope you're not one of those people this morning. I, 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 I hope you're not one of those. We've got to remove impossible from our language. Remove I can't. Change our language. Change it because God of the exceeding abundant that we serve specializes. He specializes. He specializes. Oh, glory to God. You know when you're a doctor, you're the general practitioners, a GP... They are generally practicing. Glory to God. That's good. Thank God for doctors. But then there's a time when you come become a specialist. I'm saying our God specializes. Specializes in impossibilities. Thank you, Jesus. He said, number one, he's able. He's able to do Exceeding abundant. Number two, above what you could ask or think or imagine. Above what you could ask or think or imagine. So this morning, if you can think it, if you can imagine it, if you can ask it, God says, I'm ready to exceed it. That means wherever I'm thinking, wherever I'm imagining, it's already too low for my God. It's already beneath his ability. It's already just a limitation to my... Are you hearing me this morning? He said, if you can think it, if you can imagine it, if you can ask it, I'm already able to exceed it. That's why we got to not limit God with our thinking. We've got to not limit God with our imagination. You remember in the book of Genesis chapter 11, when the people came together to build a tower to reach up to heaven. 
And God looked down and said, I have to confuse the language because the people, the thing that these people imagined to do, come on now, nothing can be withholden from them. God recognized even the ability of man with an evil intent to imagine something. Imagine now what you and I can do with the spirit of God inside you. With the spirit of God leading you. With the spirit of God moving inside you. With the God of the exceeding abundant beginning to work in you. Father, open our ability to believe, to imagine, to ask in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Tell two people, don't limit God in your thinking. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. Above what we could ask or think or imagine. Remember, number one, he's able. Say, he's able. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above what we could ask or think or imagine. So now I've got to ask us, what are you thinking? What are we thinking? What are we imagining? Have we limited God based on my circumstances? Have I limited God based on my natural ability? Have I limited God based on my financial capacity? Have I limited God based on my experience and based on my past and based on my lineage and based on what they said? I declare in the name of Jesus, from this day forward, you will begin to ask and think and imagine on a scale that God himself will birth inside you in Jesus' name. The third thing I want to say now, and it says, according to all of this, it says, it's according to his power, his power that works in us. According to, would you turn very quickly with me, the book of Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. While you're turning, somebody shout, he's able. (laughs) Ephesians chapter 1. Are you there, please? You remember from verse 16 now, the apostle Paul prayed that God would grant unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 17. The eyes of our understanding may be enlightened that we may know the hope to which he has called us, that we may know the glorious inheritance we have as saints, that we may know the incomparably great power or the exceeding greatness of his power that is towards us that believe. The exceeding greatness of the power that is toward us who believe. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, unto him that's able to do exceeding abundant, above what we could ask or think or imagine, according to the power that works in us. That word according to, it means number one, to the same degree. It means number two, to the same measure. It means number three, to the same extent. The same degree, the same measure, and the same extent. So in Ephesians 1, he prays that we would know the exceeding great power that works in us, that is towards us who believe. And he says it's according to or to the same degree, to the same extent and to the same measure as the power that he worked in Christ when he raised him up from the dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said the power, the exceeding greatness of the power that is towards us who believe, that is exerted towards us Who believe? Does anybody believe in the house? Do we have believers in the house? So he's 
talking about you and he's talking about me. And he's saying the power that is exerted, that is towards us that believe, is to the same degree, hallelujah, to the same degree as the power that he worked in Christ when he raised him up from the dead. Touch your neighbor and say, there's power here. There's, there, there's power here. There's power here. Tell them, you don't know who you're messing with. Don't, don't, be careful how you handle me. Be careful what you say. You might not have realized. You might, it might be disguised in my frame. But listen, the same power that he worked in Christ when he was, oh, glory to God in the grave. The same power that he worked in Christ when the devil and the demons thought that they had defeated him. The same power that he worked in Christ. So much so, the Bible says in the book of Acts, that it was impossible for death to hold him down. It was impossible that at time he was in the grave, there was a power from heaven that worked in our Savior. So death had to let him go. Sickness had to let him go. Disease had to let him go. Shame and condemnation had to lift him go. All of the demons had to loose, had to realize and back up. This is, this one is from heaven. There was a power that was worked in him when he raised him up from the dead that broke every demonic power and assignment. And he said, it's the same power. Someone say the same. same. Someone shout the same. Yeah, he says, according to or to the same degree is that power that works in us who believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. So no wonder Jesus says now, John chapter 14 verse 12, whoever believes in me and the works that I do, he said, greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. Someone shout the same power. power. Someone say it the same power. power. No wonder the Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 4, whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this, he says, is the victory that overcomes the world. Even, he said, our faith. Shout the same power. No wonder he says in the book of Isaiah chapter 66 that the smallest of you shall become a mighty warrior. The least of you shall become a mighty nation. Come on, say the same power. I'm trying, I'm hope, I'm hope, I'm trying to get you to see the God of the exceeding abundant, above what you could ask or think or imagine, is able to do exceedingly abundantly. And it's according to the power that we yield and allow to work in us. Someone say power. power. Come on, say it again, the power. power. Deuteronomy chapter 30, he says, one of you. Chapter 32, sorry, he says, one of you, verse 30, shall put a thousand to flight. Two, he says, shall put ten thousand to chase. Come on, someone shout power. Power. Romans chapter 12, I'm just hurrying for time. I Please bear with me that we're not turning to each and every one of these. Romans chapter 12, chapter 8, sorry, verse 12 through 14, 15. He says, if the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead... Hallelujah. Lives on the inside of you. Someone say power. Say the same power. Yeah, the same power. If the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of you, that same spirit will quicken will energize, will make alive your mortal body. Someone say power. 
Will you stand to your feet this morning? Father, this morning, let the same spirit. Would you begin to just pray in the Holy Ghost for a few minutes? Would you begin to pray in the Holy Spirit just for one more minute? Stir that same power, the same power, the same power that raised him from the dead, lives and abides inside you. That power, he said, will quicken, will quicken, will quicken, will make alive, will energize your mortal body, will swallow up HIV, swallow up diabetes, Swallow up sickle cell. Swallow up arthritis. Swallow up osteoporosis. In the name of Jesus, someone pray this morning. Come on, press for a few minutes. Rest for a few minutes. One more minute. One more minute. Whoever is joined with the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Sickness, go now. Go now. Let your healing manifest speedily. Your light shall break forth. I prophesy you rise. I prophesy the God of the exceeding abundant now. There is power working you. Let God arise and let your enemies be scattered. Be healed. Be healed. Blood pressure. Be healed. I misfunction. Be healed. Glaucoma. Go. Cataracts. Heal. Bones and joints healed. Cartilage healed. The God of the exceeding abundant. And the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Worketh in you now. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. May the God of the exceeding abundant do according to his power that works in us. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Declare this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you this morning. You are my God of the exceeding abundant. I believe it. I receive it. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a shout and a praise this morning. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davischristiancenter.org. 
David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.